Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. I'm your host, Edgar DeJesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we're talking to Michelle Watson, Pool Nation's Pool Girl of the Year, and we are also talking to Chris Melee, Pool Nation Pool Guy of the Year. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Edgar, you got gonged off the stage. <laughs> Since we have these guys in here and I need a little preparation for Vegas, I'm going to take over here. Give me one second. I'm going to try some things. What is Spider up to on this one? The suspense. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the third annual Pool Nation Awards. The only awards for the pool pro by the pool pro. This doesn't sound great. Tonight... We recognize companies, products, and individuals in the service and repair industry, all of them chosen by leading pool pros in the industry. These pool pros are the industry experts and represent the best of the best in our industry. And they are part of our nation of pool pros. As a nation of pool pros, it is our job to lift each other up, help each other thrive, grow, and better this great industry. You, the pool pro, deserve to be recognized because you are the heart and soul of the industry. To you, the pool pro, we dedicate the third pool, wait, third annual Pool Nation Awards. Good copy. The only awards that are dedicated to you, the heartbeat of the pool industry, the pool pro. Here to welcome you and begin tonight's events, the host of the Pool Nation podcast, Edgar De Jesus, the champion of Marco Polo, self-proclaimed. <laughs> John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West. I hear that's confirmed. And the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Back to you, Edgar. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What about that warm-up? Yeah. Huh? I kind of like that, dude. I think we should keep that clip. Let's tell Kevin we're going to keep that clip, and then we're going to add it in like an intro maybe to every podcast or at least like after the commercial or something like that. I think Spider did an amazing job. Thank you, John. So here's yeah. the thing. So Spider is going to the Pool Nation Awards. So he's going to be up there. So I think we're going to have him give this run at the intro. John, what do you think? Yeah, why not? That'd up at awesome. the awards. I'm yeah, down. I just need uh, like full orchestra. <laughs> me up. Uh, I'll send you my rider. I like the cathedral voice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It came out pretty good. I so I can do better. Yeah. We're super excited to have Michelle and Chris here today. So before we jump in, I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray, XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. 
And Mr. Zacharias, how you doing, bud? I'm getting nervous over here. Why? It was just like yesterday that we were the awards and it feels like yesterday and here we are, it's a year later and we're gearing up again. That flew by. I don't know about y'all, but that flew by. It actually just hit me when Spider was doing yeah, the intro. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like I could picture ourselves right back in that room doing the Pull Nation Awards. So it's like now <laughs> half my year is stressing out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Flawless, what's going on, buddy? Do you have FOMO today? FOMO? No, no FOMO. No FOMO? No FOMO. You should have FOMO. Yeah, sure should, today, today, awesome today you here. should. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary in here. Well, I'm here, but I'm here in spirit. I'm a little weirded out, like we talked about pre-podcast, that I talk to Edgar God knows how many times a day, and it's different when you're on the phone. And when we do our podcasts, we see each other face-to-face, or we're doing Zoom calls, or doing videos, or whatever it may be. But it's, this is the first time I've been on a video call, and I only hear him and not see him, and I have to tell you, I'm a little creeped out. It just feels weird. It feels like you're actually in my head right now, and I think I might be losing my mind a little bit, but I'm going to work through it. I think I'm going to be okay because one, we got a pretty badass podcast coming up right now and I'm excited to be here. And this is a little different. Usually we're interviewing people that we're trying to get to know and understand this time around. We have, it's like sitting here with friends, you two, Michelle, Chris, you guys are amazing people, obviously pool guy of the year and pool girl of the year. And, but not only that, but like I said, amazing people, you know, sometimes Think of sports or anybody who's like the best at something or really good at what they do. And then usually they end up personality wise, they're just either pricks or they're not good people. You guys have it all. You guys are amazing at what you do. You do everything you can to help out the industry. You're a positive inspiration and you're just all around great people. I'm pretty stoked to sit down and chop it up with you guys. I really wish I was there in Texas right now, but unfortunately I had some circumstances where I couldn't go. This is one of the podcasts that I really didn't want to miss, but I'm here in spirit and by video. Hope you guys are enjoying your time here and thanks again for coming out to see us because we know you guys are busy and you have families and to take your time out to fly all the way out to Texas to have to deal with Edgar is a chore in itself, but it's much appreciated. Hey, John, I just want you to know that just to give you a heads up, we actually all put it to a vote because we could only have four people on camera. Yeah. And so we put it to a vote. So who would be out of the studio for this one? And you were outvoted unanimously to stay out in oh, California. That's why, oh, that's why you're not out here. <laughs> that's why, oh, nice. I see there you go again. Look perfect. He's lying, actually, bro. I voted actually, for you. Actually, it was three to one vote. I voted for you to be here. Uh-huh. And Chris, Michelle, and Zach were like, no, we don't want John in studio. Ah, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Michelle, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. We're super excited to have you out. I'm excited to be here, finally, yeah. in the studio, live. Yeah. How are you liking Texas so far? I know you came in late yesterday, but... Yeah, we flew in. We didn't get in until almost 11 p.m. last night. So basically, all I saw was driving from the hotel on the freeway here 20 minutes this morning. So haven't gotten our feet wet in Texas yet. So. Haven't done it yet. <laughs> what are you guys' plans? What are you guys doing this weekend? Today, after this, we'll probably go try to find some cowboy stuff for my son and just maybe check out Fort Worth. I don't know. So that's just cruising tomorrow. You know, me as a water baby, I know there's a wave pool about an hour and a half, two hours south of here. So going to go check that out. Can't get away from water. (laughs) She comes from the right on the coast surfing all the time, and she comes to Texas and she finds a water hole two hours away from Dallas and to where there's a surf pool, and that's where she's going. She's going to go surf in Texas. 
down by Waco. Down in Waco, yeah. What's that, Zach? You don't want to see the ocean. You'd be sad if you saw it. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. You don't want to okay. go to Houston, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or Lake Louisville or whatever, right? Louisville. Oh, hey, that's true. Over there by John's house, they have that lake where it's wakeboarding or whatever. So they have all the rail systems where you jump off of the deck and they have the poolies and they go and they have ramps and all that kind of stuff. But you're more into surfing. So just you're, fair warning, Lake Louisville <clears throat> has the nickname... Death Lake, just so you know. I did not know that spider was that. A lot of deaths there. I don't think it's as much anymore, but in like 80s and 90s, a lot of bodies in that lake. Oh, wow. So, I would just stick to the place you found. Yeah, I'll stick to Waco's. Wow. So, John, when I told you that lake was safe, I take that back. <laughs> yeah, I drive by it every time I come down because it's on the way, right? We take that little shortcut, the whole yep. road or the bridge that yep. goes over it. So. It is a nice yeah. drive over that bridge, over the lake. It is. It really is. It really is. Chris, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Good. Do you have any advice for her where to go to get some Western gear? I don't remember the name of the one place that you took us to. The stockyards. Lib- yeah, but... The hat place? That Libby or... Lucci or something. Oh, that's too, yeah. What's the brand for the Western that starts with an L? Oh, I know that's very generic, but... <laughs> right, that was... <laughs> Those are pretty expensive boots. But that's what Michelle's going to buy. She, oh. I was telling her that they were like $3,000, and she's, oh, I'll probably get two of those. Oh, my God. So, Here he goes oh my, again. Oh my. You're just lucky you didn't. <laughs> don't take Edgar with you. Yeah. He's the worst influence. Yeah. Which, by the way, we have in-house. We have both Roberts. We've got Jennifer. So big welcome to them. And so yesterday, we went with Chris over to the stockyards. And so it's pretty awesome down there. Yeah, I really recommend that you guys go down there. But be ready to swipe that credit card because... Cobas was nice boot place yeah where'd you guys eat risky's barbecue right yep risky's remember when we went to the one on the right hand side and there was one literally on the other side of the aisle oh yeah we ate on that side and Uh, john uh, on the other side of the train yeah on the other side of the train i was so starved that i just told the lady to just recommend something and she recommended something that was phenomenal it had cut brisket and sausage and ah, it was phenomenal but i want to point something out here john (laughs) you know how he's always complaining oh when john's in town and i ate so bad and john john <laughs> you weren't there and he ate right yeah john there wasn't no john, salad i'll tell you john, that blaming you all the time <laughs> john confession time bro i picked out like it was bad yeah. it was, it was bad. embarrassing <laughs> it was bad <laughs> well, look, little known fact edgar is when he's hungry and his famous words is i'm ravenous and when he says that <laughs> And it's just, oh shit. You know, when mama's hungry, the mood changes. Like, we're chilling, we're having fun. All of a sudden, she starts to, you can see like a whole shift in her face, her demeanor, and everything. And it's just, I'm like, you're hungry, huh? She's all, I'm starving and I need to eat now. That's how Edgar is. Same exact thing. And if he doesn't eat, he just, it's hard to believe it, but this bubbly, happy, (laughs) go lucky, Puerto Rican can turn into a monster if he doesn't get food. Tasmanian um, devil. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and absolutely. I, and I tell them, and now that we have enough confidence in each other, I turn to them. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm about to go down this rabbit hole that's going to get ugly. I'm like, I get hungry. And it's like, you look at those Snicker commercials, 
that's how I get. I just get so unreasonable about everything when I starve. A little hangry. A little hangry. I was the one stuck in the truck with him on the drive over. Dude, you know what? 56 miles an hour on a 70. <laughs> you're driving me crazy. And even <laughs> though I made fun of him is. on the podcast, John, <laughs> we drive all the way over to the stockyards. And I'm kidding you. Like, I think he's got the max speed at 56 on his truck. Because it's like every car is passing us. We're in the slow lane. And he's just like, I'm like, oh, my God. Come on. We're talking about Zach here. He absolutely put like speed limiters or governors in every one of his fleet trucks, right? Because he's paranoid for his those guys to get. He did uh, point at the camera. Ticket. He yeah. did point at the camera that he had in his truck because I joked around about something. He's like, oh, I got a camera. And Zach probably has one of those little OBD2 connectors in his truck. So his insurance company is scanning every <laughs> that, that makes of, all the sense in the world every hard stop or every <laughs> acceleration right so that he can save an extra three dollars three dollars yep <laughs> that's zach in a nutshell right there all right guys let's get this party started a couple of things we want to talk about really quick and that is a number one pool nation boot camp the mini boot camp that we're going to be doing in houston we've picked the dates it's going to be over at the new pool boys headquarters in houston and that's going to be the 18th and 19th of august we're going to be doing a couple of things and that is that the first day we're going to be doing classes when it comes to water chemistry filtration phosphates, enzymes, all the good stuff. And then the second day, which is a Saturday, we're going to be doing a lot of hands-on classes. We're going to have Aquastar in-house that's going to be doing classes on variable speed pumps. It's a little bit different because we actually want everybody cutting wires, stripping, connecting to different automations. We're going to be doing an Ozone one, and we're also going to be doing an Automation one with Hayward, which, by the way, Brian Curson is online and said, good morning, you all. Big shout out to you, Brian. And the other thing that we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing the Women's Networking, it's the Women's Summit, and that is going to be John on the... 25th of uh, August, and then also the 24th of August. You're still stalling. No, I have to unmute. You keep seeing, you're trying to get me in trouble with Janie. <laughs> Thinking that I keep forgetting my anniversary date, but I got it down pat. And to be honest, what I do is I have it written down on my arm right here so that I can never forget the date. You should tattoo it on your arm right there in the 25th. That way I probably should. That way I say it and you just look at your wrist. 25th. It seems like there is a slight pause. And if there is a slight pause, it's only because I want to be 100% sure. And it's like I'm putting that much effort into it that I just want to make sure I don't give the wrong date. So that's why it's just. So we will be holding the event. So we're going to do a little networking on the 24th from 6 to 8 at the Heritage Headquarters. And then the entire event is going to be on August 25th. We will have public speaking, communications for women. We'll be having a QA, and a a lunch session. We will have a, a speaker. We'll have an MC that will MC the entire event. So we're super excited about that. And believe it or not, John, we're down to one ticket. One space that's available. What, that's what I was going to say. We had two yesterday and we're down to one. So yep. we got one. That's pretty crazy. And what sucks is I wish we really could have more because that was not our intentions was to the whole purpose of this is to be as inclusive as possible. And anybody and anybody that wanted to attend could attend. But unfortunately, we're limited to for safety wise. We have a capacity in the room where we can only the fire marshal only allow so much, so many people to attend. So that is why it's limited. But Whoever wants to go, whoever has interest, there's one more spot left, please register. And next year, we will make sure that we make the event a little bit bigger or maybe have a couple rooms, whatever it may be, if we have that big of a turnout. So I'm pretty excited. Yep. So we're excited about those two events. The other thing, which is why I'm so excited that we have you guys here, 
is that we open the nominations on July 1st. It's right around the corner. So we're, we're definitely super right. excited. And that's why we wanted to do this podcast now and kind of yeah. put the podcast out on Monday and roll the drums for July 1st. So super excited about that. So let's jump in and let's get started here. And we're obviously super excited to have you guys in studio. So Chris, I'm going to start with you. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Chris Mealy. I'm, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you something because I call you Chris Melee. So is it Mealy? How do you pronounce your last name? That's a long story, and you said to be long winded. So you oh, okay, it. gotcha. I can tell you. <laughs> no, Mealy is how we pronounce Mealy. it. Mealy. So I've been saying it all wrong, and you haven't corrected me. <laughs> That's the proper way to say it. Melee. Melee. He says everything wrong. So uh, you just hold on now, Christopher. <laughs> you say it improperly. Mealy. Yes. Oh, you say it improperly. Oh, you know, funny. okay. I do the same too <laughs> with my last name, believe it or not. That's, that's weird, okay. but I understand completely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. We have a pool service in Tampa. My wife and I and my son have a few pools each. We just do that. And I don't know. Gotcha. That was very long-winded. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I should start when I'm seven years old. I, uh, I looked at the first pool. time in the studio today? I think this one's going to run over. <laughs> There's not much to say. I don't know. Uh, so We live a simple life. And now you guys are out of Florida. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Okay, great. And I'll tell you what. Tell us about how you got into the pool industry. That happened when I was seven years old. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we were in Destin, Florida. We moved from Illinois to Destin. And my wife has a cousin that had a pool service there. So he taught me how to do that. And we ended up moving to Tampa, Florida and starting from scratch to building what we have now, about 75 pools. We used to do about 120, but we've backed it down to 75 with larger pools and stuff. Gotcha. So what brought you, what made you move from Illinois down to Florida? I didn't like Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, actually we had some friends that were going to move to Phoenix and then they backed out. My wife didn't want to move to a place where she knew nobody. So we moved to Destin. You guys had friends and family down there? Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very small area and it's not for us. Yeah. But Destin is all like pretty much like beach, right? That's just like right. beach community. Yep. Okay. Beach and expensive <laughs> restaurants. And then how big is Tampa compared to Destin? Oh, it's a lot larger. Destin's only, I don't know, 15, 20,000 people. I think it might be more than that, but it's not, it's pretty little. But it's very populated because of the tourists that go. So it's 200,000 people in the summer. And Chris, when you came down, you serviced pools for another company, correct? And then you decided to take that leap and to Destin. start your own, right? Yeah, when we moved to Tampa, I had a hot tub and a one pool. So <laughs> when you started, <laughs> was your a lot business, of money. You just had the one in one yeah. when you started. That's, that's awesome. That's, it. that's crazy. It didn't. It took a few months to get to a living, but it happens. But eventually, you got there. That's why I don't know why people buy routes. It's like you can just live off of that money that you would have spent on the route and built a business uh, yeah. that makes sense yeah i think that's very common right john you yeah. did the same thing oh yeah yeah we built everything from the ground up and not to take anything away from buying i guess i get it some people are more operational and they are in they might be lacking a little bit in customer service or not have that relationship or have that glowing personality like you do christopher where they can't go out and get 
or be able to, maybe they lack a little bit of confidence and they can't close accounts or they're lacking in that area, but they might be great at business oriented or they're great at servicing pools. And so I get why they do that. Us personally, we never went down that route, purchasing pools, but we like to grow it organically because I think there's a plus when it comes to that as well as one, you get to learn in real time. And then two, you're able to correct mistakes as they happen one by one, opposed to I picked up an account. Oh boy, I shouldn't have gotten this account. And these are the life lessons that I've learned from this one or opposed to now I picked up 60 accounts and holy crap, here's 50 lessons that I just need to learn and deal with right now and have to deal with. So there's pros and cons for all of it. But for us personally, it was just grow organically because slow and steady wins the race. And that's how we did it. Michelle, what about you? Can you tell us a bit about yourself? I live in Ventura, California. I have a pool business, very successful pool business for 15 years. Grew slow and steady, slow, quick and steady. I was working at apartment complex at the time doing maintenance and wanted to get in the pool industry. So I would ask all the pool guys and like, how do you get into this? And one guy hired me. My one day off, I would work for him and then slowly just started getting more pools for him and weaning off the giving days back to my apartment complex. And then very quickly, within a year or two, I got my own pools and then started doing the same thing, weaning off him as I grew. And in just a few short years, I was had my own successful business, which continues to grow. So I'm very thankful. My husband is a fisherman, and the last couple years, he's had some boat issues. So he started working for me a couple years ago. And I think it took a while to, I didn't want to put too many on him because we weren't sure if he was going to go back to the fishing industry, but he's liking it. And so now he's pretty busy and loves it. I have a lot of pools and I got capped. So now that I have some help, I can grow more and pick up pools all the time. And it's nice to have someone finally after so many years on my own to actually have some help and be like, hey, I need you to do this so I can go to this account or do these repairs. I feel like a lot of load got taken off my shoulders because when you're a single polar and you have and you do all your repairs yourself, and especially I have a lot of commercials, which those are bittersweet. It's a double-edged <laughs> sword. That's where I'm at. So how many pools are you guys at right now? I don't know. I A lot. I have a lot. I want to say a thousand <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah, busy and growing. Right now, I only have 12 commercials, but those are three days a week and they're big pools, 12, 13 something like that. But they're big pools. So three days a week, just in the commercials alone right there. And then I do have Airbnbs, which can be anywhere from one to three times a week, because I always do them during between checkouts. I think that's very important. And then the rest of residentials are pretty. Those are the easy days. And you're like, oh, I know what to do today. It's easy. (laughs) Nothing usually breaks. Now, what kind of repairs do you do? Pretty much everything. Everything from the ground up. My contractor's license goes from the ground up. I do lights and stuff, but heater repairs, motor repairs, pretty much anything. I think that's one thing with commercial pools. My first pool was a commercial pool. So right off the bat, I learned repairs right away because you're forced to. Your residential pool, something breaks, you can kind of, okay, I know, I'll go get this part. I'll be back in a few days where commercials is, stop what you're doing right now and get this fixed right now. So that's been a blessing to have commercial pools because it really just, you don't even think about it, you just do it. So yeah, I'm very thankful for that. I've learned most of it on my own. I think it's wonderful to see where the industry's at 
people that are just starting out in the industry, you guys are so lucky to have like you guys and what you guys are doing with your app and all the new classes and the networking. Like this is so great. And just to have the support in the community, it's nice to see the industry going that way. And there's always stuff to learn and I'm excited to learn a lot more. So yeah. <laughs> so Michelle, you said that your first account was a commercial account? Yeah, my, my first of my own, yeah. That's crazy. Right? I know. You know, n- normally people, or when they get into the pool industry, you do your residential, and that's where it's like baptism by fire, and you're doing your thing. And then as you get comfortable with residential, commercial opportunities might come up, but usually most are gun-shy into approaching the commercial world, where you, it's like flipped around, where you got your stripes working in commercial, right? That was your first account and that was like your baby. And I remember my very first account, we still have them to this day. And it was where you're there and you kind of trial and error and you learned and you spent a lot of time, a lot of time there at that account. But it's interesting that you had that opportunity now to where commercial applications or commercial accounts were more of your wheelhouse. And once you went to a residential, like this is easy compared to <laughs> yeah. commercial. I would imagine, wow, this is nothing. I can take care of this, no problem. So that's cool and interesting. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, my first commercial account is because the manager knew I serviced pools and she used to live at the apartment complex and I would go in and fix her garbage disposal and stuff. So she found me and was like, hey, we need someone to do the pool. And the guy I was working for, I was scared. I was like, a commercial pool of my own? And he's like, you got this. You got it, girl. Like, go do it. And so I was like, okay. And I always had a heart attack, like going in oh, there. I'm but sure. And then after within the month, I was like, all right, I got this. I'm comfortable. I still have them as many years ago. Mm-hmm. Within a few months, they gave me three other of their commercial pools. And to this day, they're begging me to go out of my area to do their other ones. So I have a lot with this company and they've been happy with me ever since for 13 years or something. It's pretty That's nice. Awesome. And it's still my baby, this particular commercial pool is used year 86 degrees year round. It's a senior living place. And these are active seniors. And if their pool breaks, they will shoot me. (laughs) Like I need to keep everything perfect there. I managed to do a really good job and for 13 whatever years. And to this day, like yesterday I was there like freaking out. Everything, the injectors are clean. Nothing's going to clog and like, ah, so yeah. Commercials are definitely somehow threw me into the commercial world. And that's my expertise. So you were in Pool Pro Magazine. Can you tell us a bit about that? Because we didn't even know about it until it came out in the magazine. That was really cool. They reached out to me and just asked to do a photo shoot, which was cool. You know, I did at one of my commercials and it was cute. The girls in the office were like banging on the window and stuff. (laughs) I forced the photographer to do commercials. She wanted to do a residential backyard. And I was like, no, we need to show what I do. Like the I have a lot of residentials, but I take pride in my commercial accounts. So yeah, we did a photo shoot and just they and did a little interview of my story. And that's very, I'm very honored that they asked me to be in their magazine. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Which, by the way, John, I have the signed copy of that. Yes. So Limited edition, baby. Uh, and I did it to get even for you. <laughs> Because, so, Michelle, the first year, remember when he was on the cover of the magazine? Remember that? And I have the video of Michelle getting the autograph. And you should have seen John. John was just absolute panic, like deer in headlights. So embarrassed, John. (laughs) I remember that. 
Yeah, it was a little weird. I was like, what? <laughs> no. And, you know, me, I usually don't get that way. But I was like, okay, well, now we have to get back at Michelle for what she did to us. But it's been a running inside joke type thing for the last what, few years now, a couple of years now. But pretty awesome to see you on there and just to watch everybody grow and get your guys's names out there so other people can see what is possible, what you guys have been able to accomplish. And I know talking to Chris is very modest right now, and he's not the type that is going to really get into what he's accomplished and what he's done as well. But I personally know Chris and we've spoken many hours, (laughs) right? We have. And and I've had the pleasure to watch his journey in the pool industry as well. And some of the things that he's been able to accomplish with his family and especially Jen, who's a rock star. And I know she's there. She can't hear me, but make sure you tell her that coming from us, that it's just pretty amazing what you're doing. So that's why we really wanted to bring you on here is one, again, to give some other people out in the industry some inspiration, because sometimes we feel like we're in everybody that is ever talked about or highlighted in the pool industry is usually sometimes bigger companies, right? Like huge, massive companies that are accomplishing and doing all these wonderful things. and There are people like us that are out there that might have one, two, three employees, four employees, and they're smaller, but don't necessarily have the media output or whatever, or the recognition, because you might not be doing tens of millions of dollars of business a year, but you guys are just absolutely freaking killing it. And to get your guys' story out there again, so everybody can see and be inspired by it, because I'm inspired by it. I know Edgar and Zach feel the same exact way because we've talked about it. We said, wow, this is, it's just pretty amazing what can be out there or what you guys can accomplish and what you guys have done. So there's a couple other questions, especially about business and stuff. I want to be able to hopefully pull some of this out of you, Christopher, because I know you're being a little reserved. Right I'll try now, to be like know? Michelle. A little camera shy, but it's all you, you good. It's all good. This will help yeah. people realize they don't have to be, yeah. have the gift of gab to <laughs> have a decent business. <laughs> so as far as the pool industry and business in general for us, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges of running your business currently? And then maybe what you've had to overcome in the past. And we'll start with Christopher. Wow. He, he threw Christopher quick under the bus. I didn't kind of think Christopher, boom. I need to hire people. If I could hire people, then it would be fine. It would be a lot better. I would say that's my major thing that's holding me back. Into growth and to be able to go. And you've changed your business model. When you started, you were doing a lot more pools. And I think you shifted that the quality, the higher end, the higher rates, all that kind of stuff. And you've gone through that building and that you started, you had a lot of lower rates and you've shifted that. And even though you're doing less pools now, you're a lot more successful than you were when you had a lot of pools. I do. Yeah, I have more money coming in than when I had more pools, yeah. And that's been a big focus for you. And I know that you've really been focused on the numbers and getting to understanding that P&L, growing that business side, which we talk about all the time, that is probably one of the most important things that you could do as a business owner. Have you had any employees along that journey? Have you had employees, tried it, didn't work out, changed your business model? What have you done there? I had one employee, but it didn't work out. So, and so when what, he left, uh, we changed to Jennifer is my helper. And Jennifer. <laughs> she's my cleanup hitter. Yeah. <laughs> she's the boss. She, Jennifer runs the business. Who are you yeah. kidding, Chris? Come on. What were some of the challenges with that employee? 
He called me in, uh, well, it's really hot in Florida. So uh-huh. He was just surprised that he would sweat. That's so. it would be. And I think that's, a, I <laughs> think that's about, this is in March. <laughs> but that's common. I think a lot of people think, oh, I could do this. And they get out into the elements. Yeah. Through my journey, I really learned I have to put an emphasis on the working outside because before we'd brief over and you're comfortable working outside and everyone just naturally like, oh, I love being outside is awesome. I'd rather be outside. It's a whole different story when you're outside all day long. So. And working rather yeah, than kind working. of sitting under the tree in a chair. I was yeah. say, pools are always in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or usually. Look, guys, really simple. When you're interviewing, you're asking that question. And they say, oh, yeah, absolutely. I love being in the sun. I love going out there. Just tell them to pull their sock down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> or lift their sleeve up just a little bit. Uh-huh. Right? And then that'll give you the answer right there. Take your socks off. <laughs> Imagine that, right? <laughs> My son just started doing pulls, and he always wants to be tanner than I am, but he's obviously wider. So now that he's been out for two weeks, last night, and just walking in bed, Dad, Dad, and he's showing me his tan lines, and he's, I'm darker than you now. I'm a working man. You're sitting in the air conditioner all day. I'm like, you know what? Shut up and leave the room. <laughs> And so was he doing pools for you and then just automatically quit? Or what was that process like? No. I told him that it was a mutual thing for him to find something else. Mm -hmm. And he just was taking his time to find something else. And I finally had to give a deadline of two weeks. Of two weeks. And then what did you do at that point with all the pools that he was doing? Gave them to Jennifer. That's when Jennifer came into the picture and kind of... <laughs> yeah, so we had to get her a truck uh-huh. and all that stuff. Beautiful truck, oh, by an the amazing way. truck. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so. Nicer than mine. <laughs> or it was. What about you, Michelle? What do you think are some of the challenges? In this industry, we're like master of all trades. You have... I think the pool business is so underestimated, so that's why this networking's so nice to get us out there. We're plumbers and electricians and chemists, and we have to all the business side of it can get pretty overwhelming. And I've said this before, but just balancing everything to make sure everything's getting done. All my repairs, like having, making sure the priorities get straight and getting things ordered in between full busy day route, knowing what I can do today and having that list and always have things written down. Okay, I didn't get to this today, move it over and making phone calls and then coming home and getting all the business side done with invoices, estimates permits, pulling permits, and yeah, just staying organized is so important when you don't have someone running an office. Reading through contracts, (laughs) that's been a new vendor credentialing program that's been fun to deal with. But yeah, I think just taking balance, I feel like I've been doing a really good job. Sometimes it gets overwhelming. And I think the last six months, I've been doing a really good job at not stressing out on stuff and just Getting things done and knowing if I'm doing the best I can and whatever I don't do today, I will get to tomorrow and having a good peace of mind and just appreciating the fact that I have a business where I can go outside and I run it. I make my schedule. I like being in charge. (laughs) I like being a leader. So just appreciating everything and keeping everything in line. I want to ask you guys, because I'm curious, because it seems to be like a very common pain point as you're growing of like finding time, like you said, to work on the business. And I get asked a lot, what do you do to find time to work on a business? I've been able to delegate a little bit, but I can never come up with a good answer because for me in the beginning, it was 
just chaos. And I look back and I'm like, oh, how did I make it this far with all my chaos? Do you guys, is there some sort of tactic or strategy that you employ to be able to allocate that time to work on the business or is it just kind of get through it? I have like a mini office in my car. So if I'm like, have a quiet time to eat lunch, I'll like finish drawing up like plans or something or making notes. I dedicate at least one weekend or two, one weekend a month. And I'm in my office. I wake up, have my coffee, and I'm in my office. All of a sudden, it's dinner time. So I do have a full gnarly office day. I'm an early morning person. So I like to get up in the morning and I have that quiet time. And that's when my brain's on fire. So I do a lot of my office stuff in the morning before I go out in the field. And I'm always improving. Like I like to make my own spreadsheets. And every six months to a year, I'm always improving how I can do, whether it's route schedules or chem sheets or all that kind of stuff. I'm always finding ways to improve it and to make everything more efficient and clear. So when I go out, I know, stay organized. I like to be organized. (laughs) I think that's the thing of time, right? People don't talk about it. Everybody talks about being a business owner. Everybody just sees the bubble of, oh, you're a business owner. No, you're successful. So now you're successful. And that's what everybody sees. But what people don't see is what it takes behind the scenes, right? They don't see that weekend that you're sitting from morning time all the way till nighttime, right? Or the nights that you are sitting at home having a dinner with a commercial pool or an Airbnb and all of a sudden the heater doesn't come on, right? And you're like at nine o'clock at night, you're you're grabbing your flashlight and heading out to go do that thing. And so I think a lot of people just like to talk about the fluffy part, but when it comes to that business side, I think a lot of it is as a business owner, you have to find the time to do it. And then in order to be successful, you have to do it. Like you don't have a choice. It's not a nine to five and let's be done, but it's let's be behind the scenes while everybody else is sleeping. Let's be working on our business. So I think that's a big part of it. Like you said, we don't have a choice. And it makes me laugh because people around me and I joke with them. It's like, I don't have a choice. Like I have to like grind and get this done because if I don't do it, then it's not done. And so I think as long as you're willing to get it done, then there you go. What about you, Chris? Do you have a methodology to the madness? I do not. No, Chris, let me <laughs> no, ask. <it's, laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go I ahead. I really don't so, really and, work on my business and now, that much. Now, let me ask you. <laughs> so for you guys where you're at in Florida, so I know California it is, right? I was in California. Texas is the same thing. You have the seasons, right? So wintertime is really dead. Where you guys are at, are your pools a lot busier throughout the year just because of the temperature? Or do you also go through that kind of slow season? No, it's pretty much the same because in the winter is when our pools are the dirtiest. So it's more time cleaning the pool. In the summer, it's just use. Just uses. Now, do you guys get a lot of winds and stuff like that? And that's why they're dirtier or uh, obviously California, the Santa Ana winds. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, have, Michelle. I didn't mean those. to say that. I hardly have any screens. That's no, right. You I don't, don't have screens? Well, yeah. I have a no, handful yeah. of pools with screens. Yeah. And do you like those or no? Do I like I the screens? I had one. Yeah. You be wish better. you had one? <laughs> we have one. I wish I had one with the screen. <laughs> The screens do make it easier, but all the fine debris goes into the screens, and then they get algae on them, and then it rains, and it washes that in the pool. So they're not ah, amazing. So. I didn't even think about that, huh? Yeah. That's but a always, great point. They get dusty. so Yeah, and all that was going to end up inside. But you guys get a lot of rain, too. So yeah. that's, yeah. No, absolutely. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know I that didn't either. Know 
for me, it's like, okay, here's extra service. We're going to also, every three months, we're going to clean your screen for 450 bucks or whatever, so that we can prevent algae from getting in your pool as part of an add-on service. Screen clean. And that's interesting because, and John, Zach, that's like something that we don't think about. We always just look at the pictures and be like, oh man, how nice would it be to have a full route with all everything screens? But there's always it's a, a double better. to something. It's it is definitely better, better, but. That's just it. Everything. There's always the pro and right? the con. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you guys this. What advice would you guys have for somebody new starting in the industry? Somebody that maybe just getting ready, looking back at your journey where you started, like an example, you, Chris, you started one pool, one spa, right? Built it the way that you did. You've changed your model a little bit. Michelle, you started in the commercial (laughs) environment. So what advice would you have? The advice I would have the past couple years, or I don't I guess time flies, five years, I've grown really close with my local pool guys. A big shout out to you guys, my little local Ventura Ipsa chapter. When you network with people and you can talk, like these guys have been so great. If I ever get stumped on a repair, I can make a phone call and we all help each other out. So thank you guys, especially Max. Thank you. <laughs> I know you've helped me out a bunch. Call them all the time. But yeah, just find that support group and be friends. And it's really good. We have such a good pool community. We have a big group tech. I'm like one of the guys and we bash each other and stuff. It's pretty cool. But yeah, just find your local guys and become friends and don't be afraid to ask questions. All your local reps, get to know them. And if you have a problem, call the service. They'll walk you through a lot of stuff and never say more than you do. If you don't know something, just ask for help. It's okay. We all had to learn from somewhere. So we all started from ground zero and worked our, scratched our way to where we are now, wherever that is. So, yeah, when you're starting out, just keep learning as much as you possibly can. and The same thing. The no, same I'm kidding. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> no, go like this. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We moved to Tampa. We rented a home. And I figured when we would build a route and move, we'd buy wherever we had our most of our pools. And that is not what happened at all. So I took pools from wherever would pay my price because even when I was cheaper I was still more than what the average was so I have a very large route and that's probably one of the things I would change but I don't know how else to do it so I work for builders and they build all over so that's why I'm all over I think having a smaller route has its advantages too so I would say that would be the big thing I think that's huge because I started a route before we really got in a route and I spent so much time driving around and we were spread all over the place. And then so the second time around when we're like, okay, we're really going to give this a shot. Like I made it a very major focus for us to really just no, we're going to be really strict about the areas we're in. But it is a hard transition. I just figure if I can get the hiring, then it'll be fine because I want to be all over Tampa. So I'll yeah, be all over Tampa. <laughs> You're going to take all over Tampa? <laughs> yeah. And I think obviously hiring is always a big one because... We get into that business, we don't have that skill set. of, And it's a lot of different things like holding people accountable, the mentoring, the, the keeping them engaged at the same time that you're spending a Saturday and a Sunday working on your business and then dealing with customers and all that. And a lot of times we want to hire somebody that's going to be able to, you're going to be able to put them there and they're going to be able to flourish on their own. And the reality is it's not the case. Like you have to spend a lot of time working on employees and getting them to where you want them to. 
And then unfortunately in our industry, then they turn around and leave back into that same machine, constantly trying to keep your machine fed, right? And it can be very dangerous because you get into a situation, right, Chris, where you were, where you had the employees and then all of a sudden they quit, they're gone. Now you have your pools plus their pools, right? You're doing 75. Now you got to do 150. How do you do that? It just becomes very difficult. Hey, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, the very first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into our chat because there's a lot of people out here giving shout outs and asking where Michelle's crown is. So we'll talk about that when we come back. (laughs) The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series 
Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar DeJesus, Mr. JJ Flawless. How'd you the deep voice, Mr. JJ Flawless, and Mr. Zach, the famous pool boy. I would whistle, but I don't know how to whistle, so I just don't, Thank you know. goodness. Anyway. Before we jump back into the podcast, I want to come out here and Maria from Ensenada is saying hello, Michelle and Chris. Big shout out to you. (laughs) Brian is saying morning, y'all. Mr. Matt Mad, big, huge shout out to you out there and saying morning, my friends. And let's see here. Good Todd Pool Service. Good morning, guys. Jeanette. Jeanette is out here. Good morning, Jeanette. Janie, big shout out. She's over there probably behind John like this. Right, John? She's right behind you. Know, she's, she's in the living room laying on the couch, all bundled up in her blanket, listening. I went out to check on her. So let her know that I officially put a blanket underneath the back seat of the truck in a bag. So she always has one. So she, she always has always, one. She's always cold. It does not matter. She's yeah. always cold, poor thing. Yep. And out here in Texas, it'll be 99 degrees. And then you walk in the restaurant and it's cold. So you could be in shorts and then the air yeah, conditioner is just blowing. And you're covered in sweat from all the humidity. <laughs> so anyways, she's saying you're a rock star out there. And Brian's joking about the weather going, no kidding, step outside in North Dallas right now. And he says that they don't see your unbillable hours when you were talking about the late hours working and all that. So anyways, so let's go back a little bit in time. We're going to talk a little bit about the nominations and the Pool Nation Awards and stuff like that. So talk a little bit about when you guys got nominated, because normally the way that we do the nominations is we don't let people know, right? We don't send you a message that says, hey, you've been nominated. We have a nomination event. And then that night we open the envelope and everybody finds out who gets nominated. Tell us a little bit about that. When you found out that you were nominated, you guys... Remember what you were doing? Were you shocked? Were you not shocked? I, I don't was, know. Maybe you're like, about damn time. <laughs> like, who are these guys? Right. <laughs> I was watching the Instagram Live. Didn't you announce it on the Instagram Live? Yeah, yeah. we did. We did. Yeah, those we do on so the Instagram Live. I was in my live. recliner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just watch that. Were you shocked? Did you had any inclination it I was had, coming? I thought, yes, I knew. Ah, uh, so that means that somebody spilled the tea and they told did. you. Ah, uh, no, John, did you? Was that no, you? It wasn't oh me. no, they didn't. Was it me? I mean, uh, no, it wasn't me. No. Christopher, the really person who did. nominated me, told me that they did that they had nominated yeah. you. Oh, so because we didn't spill the tea, we don't let anybody know. So, what about you? But Michelle? as far as, oh, sorry, John, go ahead. Oh no, but I was saying, but as far as winning, Chris was like, oh, winning, yeah, on, no, uh, dead on the truck wrap though. He was like, <laughs> he's still mad like, about the truck wrap. <laughs> Still mad about the truck wrap. Yeah, yeah. So for everybody listening, so Chris has been nominated twice for the truck wrap and unfortunately has not won. But 
You know what? Maybe it turns into one of those stories of I've been nominated for seven years and then finally you get it on the eighth. And Was it like Leonardo DiCaprio or something? Was that, that him? But yeah, like a hundred times and they finally won. So is that what your expectation is? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to change my rap, I said, to put a water drop around it and then I'll win. Oh, that's a shot at Dino. Wow. He does have a good point. The two that have won have got water drops on them. So he's thinking he's going to go draw one in with a Sharpie and kind of, there's the water drop. Now I should be that able to win. Won't, won't be able to penetrate through there. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Michelle? Did you know that somebody spilled the tea on you? No? I had no idea. I was listening to you guys. I just found you guys just before the first year awards. I found it, you guys because I was addicted to Bob Lowry. And I was like, who's this? Pool Nation. And when it was announced of the nominations, I was listening live and I had no idea. I was like, huh, I wonder if like I would get nominated. I didn't really think there was too much of a chance, but I was listening, hoping. And <laughs> I remember sitting outside and you announced it and I ran inside and I was like, hey guys, I got nominated. So yeah, definitely a surprise. And I was pretty, pretty stoked to be part of the nominees. Yeah. And I remember you get nominated. Even John was excited about it. John was like, oh my God, Michelle got nominated. It's so cool. Because by the way, I don't tell these two. That's how a secret I keep it. <laughs> so these guys don't get to know who's been nominated until the night that we open the envelope. And then they don't get to know who the winners are at the Pool Nation Awards. I, I don't tell anybody. And I would keep it from myself, but I can't because I obviously need to check for spell checks. Imagine giving you a Pool Girl of the Year and I misspell your last name or they misspelled it and I didn't catch it. And it's funny because I think the first year they were asking, hey, kind of, and now they've gotten to the point where like, we don't want to know. We want the surprise it's that fun night. that way, yeah. And I think that's one of the things that bums me out a little bit because I would like to just be just as surprised as everybody else. But So what was it like to be nominated? What It made me feel good. So I wish I could just have a nice conversation like Michelle. So Maybe if I win four or five years in a row. I'll be better by then. Now, and you don't want to give up your title this year, right? I'll be fair, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a great plan yesterday. He was going to take out whoever's coming on stage to get the next pool guy of the year, and then that way he'll be able to keep it. I think that was your plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys have anyone in mind that you might want to nominate this year? I do. Yeah, I can think of so many people that deserve to have their stories heard. And I can think of a million people who you actually want to, obviously you can't throw in everybody. I wish I could. Yeah. But yeah, there are a few superstars I'd really like to see at least be recognized somehow. Everybody deserves a little recognition. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then, hey, the prize wasn't too bad either, right? No, no. not too shabby. No, not too shabby. <laughs> and I think this year we're going to try to go bigger, Edgar. Obviously, the first year was the first year. and the second year, a lot of people stepped up. And then after last year and after you guys won, I think a lot of the companies really started to put their eyes. So there's a lot more people this year. Yeah, let's be honest. The first year, like, who are these knuckleheads? You know what I mean? What are these awards, right? What is this that's going on? And then we do it. I think it was an, a success. And then the second year was like, wow, okay, this is cool. The audience and the people that attend, people are taking it, I think, much more seriously. And saying, okay, because too many times in our lives, especially sometimes as we see it happen, somebody has a great idea and they can feel it's something like it's important, but 
there's a lot of time and effort and relationships that have to be built and partners that have to be made, right? In order, and a lot of moving parts that have to happen in order for this to be successful. And then to follow through and do it and make it happen is a whole nother thing. And then for it to be successful, which I believe it really was, is another level. And then to repeat it the next year. And then now again, this is it. This is every single year, right? This is going to be something that gets bigger and bigger every single year. So I personally believe it becomes more and more important because everybody, every manufacturer knows about it. We're going to have presence of every single, how many people did we have last year, Edgar? Like 300. And it's because we couldn't really put any more in the room. And then this year we're going to do the same thing. If we could have a thousand people in that room, we would have a thousand people in that room. We just physically just can't free. fit it. We just physically can't fit them in there. And it's pretty cool and exciting, man. And being voted the pool guy of the year and the pool girl of the year from your peers, which is to me, I think that is like the biggest compliment, not necessarily from maybe people that you know, or from other people or from a random thing or whatever it may be, but from just other people that you've touched their lives in a certain way, or you've inspired them in a certain way. And they went out there and they nominated you and then they turned around and they voted for you. And it's not like you guys had a couple votes. We're talking about a lot of votes we had to tally through. It was a pretty interesting race, especially towards the end. But to see the hundreds and hundreds of votes that came in for you guys and some people that maybe you didn't even know or haven't even met in real life or in person, like for you, Michelle, for somebody who saw your videos, that's why I did this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you do or you're doing a pump or something like that, you got that smile on your face and you got that. And it's just cool. It really is. And Christopher, you too, some of the beautiful pools that, you know, that you put out there and the people that you've spoken to and talked to over the years, I personally think it's just pretty neat to be picked amongst your peers and whoever's going to be nominated this year. I have no idea because there's just so many people that I would personally nominate, but I can't. And I want to know, like for you, Christopher, do you have a couple people maybe that you have in mind that you think other than yourself that deserves <laughs> to be considered for pool guy of the year? I do. Yes, you do. I Are do. you going to be nominating Yeah, or I'll submitting? Nominate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And I'm not going to nominate myself. You're not going to nominate yourself. <laughs> so he's going to be on stage, not letting go of the trophy. He will nominate himself for the truck wrap. Oh he's yeah. Now for the last two years. <laughs> He will nominate himself in the truck wrap. Now, let me ask you this. So obviously you get nominated. So Chris, you knew it was a surprise for you. You have to go to the awards and you're not going to know. And I know that, Chris, you were trying to be very slick with me and trying to find out. Chris was calling me going, hey, have I been nominated? And I'm like, I don't know. And I laughed. All I did was laugh. And then Chris goes, okay, based on that laugh, I'm going to take that as a no. And I'm like... Oh, shoot. I laughed. I shouldn't have laughed. I can't tell you. I can't confirm nor deny. And so you guys go to the awards. And both of you went. You're both sitting at your chair. Your category comes up. They read the names. And for us, we're never going to be able to find out what that feeling is, right? Because we can't be part of it. But what was that like when you're in this room with 300 people and all of a sudden they say your name? I didn't expect it because, like I said, we, I had the truck wrap twice and lost twice. And if I can't win that, I didn't think I had a chance at pool guy of the year. So it was a complete shock to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone knew. So as I did my little speech, <laughs> short little speech. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with Just you. Just say what you have to say. Just straight to the point. Boom. We're done. What about you, Michelle? 
I went to Vegas expecting not to win because I felt like it would be better to just preparing not to win. Didn't think I was going to. And but when they're calling the names, you're like, okay, what if? Actually, when I walk through the door, you're like, do you have a speech prepared just in case? And then I was like, well, if I did. So the whole time I'm sitting there watching this, I'm like in my head, what would I say if I did win? And just freaking <laughs> out. And then once they said my name, it was so weird. It was like this, like you're in a cloud, like you're walking, like floating to the stage. Is this really happening? It was like an outer body experience. It was so weird. And you're on the stage and you're just like not even knowing what you're saying. And I felt like I was just shaking the whole time. And I was happy when I watched a video back. It didn't sound like that. But I was like literally shaking so bad up there. Definitely unexpected. And it was a great feeling. And it was a great feeling walking out of there with that trophy. But yeah. Thank you, guys. This Believe it or good. not, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> she just says it better. <laughs> but did you feel that way? Were you like yeah. super, super excited? Kind of. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Except so, I think I was shaking. I don't know. You were shaking a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, I know that. So you're part of IPSA, right? And you've got a, a pretty good community. I know that they had reached out. They were super excited that you had won the Pool Girl of the Year. So what was that within your community with IPSA? That was super cute. So at one of the meetings, one of the guys there, Bob, he listens to you guys just like completely religiously. A couple of the guys do. And he came in. I was on the podcast and he was like, we have a superstar, everyone. And it was cute. And they just said, hey, you guys vote for our girl. But yeah, they were really supportive. And there's not really any female pool technicians in my area that I know of. There's a couple wives or a couple that work for people. So I'm really excited to see who gets nominated and get to know more because I know that there's more amazing women out there in the woodworks that just haven't found their way here yet. So I'm excited to see that. There's a lot of amazing women out there and you were talking about it, right? I think one of the biggest things is our industry, it really is a big industry. Like you think, oh, the pool industry is small and compared to a lot of other companies. We were speaking to Kevin yesterday, which they're into kind of city sewer and they maintain the big, huge city sewers and stuff like that. He goes, I thought our industry was big. He goes, man, compared to the pool industry, like you guys are huge, right? But I think for us, why it's so important is there's a lack of recognition, Chris, I know you're a man of few words, but to start with a spa, just a spa and a pool and to go through that journey and get to 150 pools. And then through that journey, you realize, hey, I need to work on my business and I need to change my business model and I need to make that business more profitable. And for you to go back and call John and call other people and work on it and change. And if you think that journey that you've been through, it's been quite a journey but you are here today in a lot better spot than what you were a couple of years ago. And now you're even at the spot where you're like, man, now I'm ready to hire employees. And maybe two or three years ago, that wasn't even in the forefront of your thought. And even from the financial side, you've really buckled down and, hey, I need to get those num to those numbers. I need to get to here. I need to get to there. You've changed the model from doing a lot of those very high-end startups for the people that you do. So it's a big journey but a lot of times it's a very lonely journey. And then Michelle, for you too, you being in the industry for 15 years, right? And you used to be also in a boat, right? You used to be working on a boat. And so you came and you stayed and you start your business and 
in 15 years, you just dig your head down and you're just going 100 miles an hour. And our industry is an industry where it could be very lonely, right? Like it, it could feel like we don't have anybody else. For us to be able to do the Pool Nation Awards and, and recognize people is pretty awesome. But then to be able to hear your guys' stories, right, and be able to see where you're at, I hope you guys see what we see from our side, right? That we see you guys as badasses that are the highlight of our industry to go through that entrepreneurship and be where you're at. We're super excited to have you. We were super excited that you guys won the Pool Nation Awards. And our dream is just to continue to try to nominate. And like you said, Michelle, right? There's so many other women out there. So it's like, let's get out there and let's recognize them. And let's let those people have that same feeling that, hey, it's not a lonely journey. It's a matter of all coming together. Yeah, I love it because it's becoming more and more like of a thing to do the networking and things like that. And I've realized over the years, like, I love, like, that community and building that artwork, but I was alone for a long time, and it almost felt like I couldn't relate with people right around me because they weren't having the same experiences, and it's just, you're on your own, you got to take all this in and go through that. Once I started making friends and then meeting people and then getting exposed at the shows to other companies, it's, then I realized, like, holy crap, this is a big industry, and there's a lot of other cool people out there. And you get so locked in your bubble, in your area, and, you know, the people around you and the different companies, and it's easy to forget that that's point zero 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 one percent of the people out there that are doing going through the same trials and tribulations that we are, so... That's what I love is I'm excited as we continue to grow and build this community and make friends like I consider you guys my friends. And so it's just really exciting. And that's the big thing is because I was talking to my wife yesterday and I said, oh, I'm going to go out and spend some time with Chris and Jennifer and son's coming out and stuff like that. And uh, she turned around to me and she says, don't put it to me like this is work because this is not work for you. She's all you do need to start saying that they're your friends because they're like, we always talk about Chris and Jennifer. They're like, this is not, I have to do a podcast for business or a company. He's like, don't kid yourself. Like you're going to hang out. And it's true. I realized it in spending time with you guys yesterday. It was, it wasn't about Pool Nation, right? It was just that we've been able to meet each other and now we're friends. We just go and that's the great part about the whole Pool Nation and the community thing is we become a family and we become friends. Are you still friends with Edgar, though? I made him spend that money. <laughs> it's kind of I am. He's kind of a bad friend. John. I'll just keep Braden and, and you separate. <laughs> John, so we go, and we're out there, and I'm like, Braden, how much money are you going to spend? And he's, I think he said, like, he had 100 bucks or something like that. I'm like, I got your back, bro. I'm going to make your dad spend money on you. <laughs> and then he's, oh, th these boots are really nice, and they're like $2,800 boots. Right. And, and, yeah. and, and, and let me tell you, yeah. So, John, so he bought two hats that were over 200 bucks each and he bought the case and he had them shipped. And by the way, they were like, this is like legit stuff. And you're going in to have the cowboy, whatever they call them, right? Where they shape the hats, hats. and they make them yeah. and stuff. And then I turned to him and I go, let's go work on your dad. Let's go work on those boots. And he wouldn't say anything, John. He would just laugh. And so we took them in. Remember when you go up on the left-hand side and there's that where they make all those handmade boots that are really expensive? Yeah, yeah. I walk in there and I'm like, Chris is walking to the front and I'm like signaling him going here. So he like goes over and opens the door and goes in. And I'm like, all right, let's work your dad. Let's work your dad. And so he starts going over and grabbing boots. And they're all like $3,000 for these pairs of boots. 
So we went over, we walked over by the food place, and I think I had you very close to convinced to buying him the boots. Is that true, or was I just in a bubble? You were in a bubble. <laughs> you were really close to spending money. You were on three, you, not three thousand. You, you were sitting there. Jennifer's in studio. You he was sitting there going, "It's once, and we're on vacation, and He's and we have to, to splurge." And I was, I swear, John, I think he was close. I think he was close. He may end up with a pair of boots, but I don't. Chris loves to enjoy the finer things in life. He appreciates see? quality see? for sure, but he's also reasonable. And I don't see him buying three thousand dollars boots. But I don't know. About that. Well, I would do it, but I just don't. I have to raise my rates. The shoes. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Looking through that place, I'm like, we, I need to make more money. <laughs> so let me ask two things. So we have Robert that is going to probably go to the stockyards today. I'm assuming, right? Do you think there's any chance that Mom will drop? $2,300 on a pair of boots? No, no way. I think we should go without Egger B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, Jennifer, tell me, how close were we to getting those $2,300 pair of boots? How close were we? Not that close. Not that close. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, maybe it was just me, but you know what? I enjoyed spending time with your son and getting you to spend all the money that you did on him. That was a good time. So anyways, hey guys, let's take a word from uh, our final word from our sponsors when we come back. Zach, John? Want to get your final thoughts? The HyperPoll from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care poll designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray, all day. <laughs> 
Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're over here just sitting chit-chatting before we went live again about the stockyards, John. We're talking about spending money. And I do want to say that I did get a message from my wife while I was on break to stop being a bad friend and to stop trying to get these poor people to spend so much money. So I apologize to He's everybody. He's trying to live vicariously through He is <laughs> vicariously through your eyes because he wants those boots. It's not, <laughs> he's the one who wants those boots. But here's the thing. If John was in Texas, he would spend the money on the boots, right? If Cheney said, hey, I want those $3,000 pair of boots, John, would you buy them or would you not buy them? What do you think? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, them. there you go. So you guys are lucky you that can. John wasn't here. I would, if she wanted them, I'd buy them for her. And she John, John yeah. if you were not there, would you not have backed me to have him buy his boots for his son? John? No comment. Yes. John? I, yes, I, I, I know you would. I know you would. John would be on the other side. Come on. I'd be, I'd be more at trying to find a place to eat a $3,000 steak or something. <laughs> that's why I'd do that. now, That's money well spent. You, know I mean? like, you did see the video that Jaden did with regards to the two things that he's learned about John. One thing is when John comes to town, you're going to eat good. Oh, yeah. And by the way, have to. mandatory. somebody sent me a message and said, hey, great script. I'm like, that was totally in script that that was his thing <laughs> that he said. So he's got you down for those two, John. Yeah, look, I can hang my hat up when I retire from the pool industry and I'll be known for the guy who loves to eat well. That is amazing. I'm starting to get a complex. I'm telling Janie too. I go, dude, everybody just thinks I'm a freaking pig, dude. <laughs> do is eat. Well, it's not that you're a pig. It's that. We eat because we all eat while you're not here. But my kids go, they get angry. Is John in town? Is John in town? You guys are going to eat good. <laughs> Everybody and anybody who knows me in real life knows that I have no shame in my game. I appreciate quality food. And wherever I go, I plan vacations around food, right? I plan my route. If I drive, if we fly, if we do anything, 
I will change connection flights if I have to connect so that I can go somewhere or I want to go to a restaurant or if we're driving somewhere, I will take a different route just so that I can go somewhere and eat somewhere. And to me, that's my pleasure. We enjoy it. I love it. I think it's just my favorite thing to do. And for it, good food. That, that's inspiring. Like you, you find your yes. niche, right? Yes. So just yes. to let you know for your guys' kids, it's the $3,000 cowboy boots. Oh. Yes. <laughs> we'll post a picture. Yes. I can't wait and to see what $3,000 boots look like. I, I'm just trying they to feel oh, better they're than amazing. They are? They, no, they're really nice. All, all jokes aside, Chris. No, they're very the, nice. They were really nice. Anyways. Janie is saying foodies over here, and then Jeanette is saying it was so awesome to see how your IPSA group supported you, Michelle. So big shout out. Mr. Zacharias, let me get your final thoughts. I think Chris has been a little reserved today, but there's a lot more to him, and I have thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with you guys, and I'm super excited for the awards to come up, go to the show, hang out, do it all again, and I enjoy and cherish these moments that we get together. And it's the same thing for me at home is it's, oh, I've got to do this and that. And Leslie's, it's not work for you. And I'm like, no, it's work. And she's like, no, stop. So I'm getting the same thing. But I can't believe it. Just can't believe now I got to start stressing for the November event. So here we go. Back at it again. And we threw a little curveball at you this year. So he's been a nervous wreck calling me. So you just got to man up, boy. Get it done. The pool boy, get her done. Mr. Flawless, final thoughts. My favorite part of doing these things and these podcasts is actually making friendships and connecting with people who are just like me, right? That are out there trying to make a living, hustling, working hard for their families and trying to make a great name for them and their business. And you two are perfect examples of that. And this is, like I said, I wish I was there with you guys. We'd be having a lot more fun because Edgar's fun, but I'm funner. <laughs> All right. And we, 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 we would have a good time, but I'm looking forward to the awards and to be able to hang out with you guys in person again. And that's always like the coolest part, right? It's fun being around like-minded people and it's inspiring to hear stories and it is almost a relief to feel sometimes when you have conversations with people that have gone through the same struggles that you have too. You touched on this before a little bit, Michelle. We don't want too many times we feel like we're on an island by ourselves, especially when we first start in the industry and trying to create or being able to create an environment where everybody feels good or feels safe or feels accepted is quite the task, but I think we're doing a pretty good job of that as a whole, as an industry. And I think you two play a big role in that as well, because the conversations that you have with people, the social media posts that you guys put out, the nothing but pure positive energy that, that you guys have is truly inspiring. And keep kicking ass and doing what you're doing. Congratulations again for being the pool guy and pool girl of the year. And are you going to go to the Women's Summit? Michelle, are you going to be there? I would absolutely love to, but even just taking this. But you got business. Yeah. You got a business <laughs> I'm already freaking out because this is a three-day weekend that I'm like, I'm right. stressing on. But I wish I could. I Hopefully one comes near me. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Let me tell you this. So you're not alone. Even me, who's part of this, right? I stress out as well, too, because we have to take time out of our day as well to do that. And it's I completely understand. But I will see you at the awards, though. And then that's going to be fun. Christopher, always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to our next phone call. And Jennifer, hi. I know Mama said hi, too, but no, I know you can't hear us, but I'm sure Chris will relay the message over to you. Thanks again for being such a trooper. You two are an amazing team. 
I'll keep rocking. Any final thoughts from you guys? We normally don't throw final thoughts over to the guests, but why not? We have time since I was so short with my comments. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I just would like to thank what everyone has done for to help me out with my journey. So I appreciate you guys very much okay. and the whole group that I deal with. It's awesome. Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys. It's been such a wonderful journey with you guys. I just get stuck doing your own thing and... I'm with these guys that treat me equally and give me a hard time. And I never thought of myself as doing something amazing. And you guys gave me the confidence to be like, I am pretty damn good at what I do. <laughs> like, they calling me badass. I'm like, maybe I am a little badass. And that's what I'll do. And thank you guys. And it's just, I love the whole bringing everyone together. And it's just been a great journey. So thank you guys. We appreciate that. Hope everybody has enjoyed joining us on a Saturday. I know we threw a lot of people for a curveball. Everybody's like, wait, what, Saturday? What's going on? But anyways, we really enjoyed having you. Congratulations again. And we're super excited to have you guys, even though this time you'll be passing on the torch on to the next pool guy and pool girl. But big congratulations. Your journeys are amazing. And you guys both are just absolutely not just phenomenal people, but phenomenal business people that have continue to climb and listening to the story and the struggles and to where you are now is a big thing. So I think that story, we need to keep repeating it so the people that are starting and the people that are going through that struggle can look at you guys and be like, wait, here's somebody, here's their story, here's their journey, we could do it. So anyways, Mr. Flawless, we will see you Wednesday on the Instagram Live. Thanks for joining. A big shout out to both Roberts and Jennifer for coming in. Everybody, have a great rest of the weekend. We'll catch everybody next Wednesday. Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.